We're going to take a look at a report from Headset on 15 different markets across North America, including data on total sales, year-over-year sales growth, the average basket size, how many SKUs are available, and then month-over-month changes in sales. So all of that coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Quick overview of what we're about to get into, seeing edible sales emerging in the U.S. markets. So there's uh, uh, other emerging markets in the U.S. like Michigan, which had the highest total edible sales in August at 26 million, followed by Illinois at almost 20, then Massachusetts. Maryland was at the low end of the scale with less than 5 million edible sales last month. In August, $46 million worth of edible sales in California, which led other U.S. legacy markets by a significant margin. Falling in a distant second is Colorado at $18 million. And then Oregon, it was third at $11.4 million. Looking at total sales, California coming in at $400 million in October, $414 million in September. Looks like Michigan was second at $205 million and Ontario at $158 million. Uh, Illinois, 155. Some of the legacy markets like Washington, Oregon, fairly steady, 105 million, 80 million. Even some of the emerging markets, Massachusetts and uh, Maryland, um, fairly steady. I think if we weren't in um, current economic times, if it were things were back to normal, we wouldn't see some um, some declines, which we'll get to right now. Year-over-year sales growth continues to be negative. We're seeing uh, impacts from the economy all the way to the the lack of stimulus checks, uh, you know, the great resignation, just everything that has to do with the economy uh, over the last three years since uh, the beginning of pandemic, even before that, uh, is impacting cannabis sales. So we are seeing people cutting back because of impacts from inflation, as well as not as many people maybe being in, in the industry. Maybe we're not seeing as many people smoking during COVID. Um, but regardless, if if you were to take away the last couple of years, I think we've showed a video about this, uh, the numbers would still be steady. But I think it's really kind of pulled some people out. Um, I haven't done the analysis on this, but I think the growth rates would have been higher uh, if if things hadn't changed during COVID. But but it is unusual that even emerging markets would be low. Um, you know, if you look at uh, year-over-year sales growth um, in a normal market in 2020, you could see California at 60% in 2020, 50% for Oregon, 20% for Nevada. Then COVID hit, you could still see 30% for California. for Illinois, that was short-lived, but 100% for BC, 20% for Washington. So just give you some context. Now you look at year-over-year sales growth and it's negative in Canada, parts of Canada, 50% in Massachusetts. I'm still 101% in Arizona. Washington is all being reduced by about 10, 12%. And you can see that reflected in how much people are spending as well. Average price uh, in California has dropped significantly. It used to be bu- above $65 and really hasn't been all year. 65 was you know, or used to be the minimum delivery price, and now it's 56 So a lot more people are going in and spending a lot less, driving that, that price down. 
um, more than it more than it has been in the past. Washington is still pretty steady, thirty-one dollars thirty-eight for Oregon. We have a lot of stores, so you know I've just been to Colorado, or excuse me, uh, Chicago. I was in New York. Um, you know they've got a couple of medical spots. Um, San Francisco. There's just not as many as there are in Washington and Oregon. There's a lot of them. And so it's, it's easier to spend less and go more frequently. You don't have as many lines because there aren't as many stores and it isn't as congested, but all in all, I think eventually that'll be probably the way that it, that is normalized. You'll have easier access and therefore you'll be spending less on average uh, and not the, you know, $90, $100 in Maryland or, you know, seventy-five, hundred $100 or $80 in Illinois. It'll be more normalized. All right, let's take a look at how many SKUs there are to choose from. I find it interesting. Uh, Washington has about 1,800 products to choose from compared to California, 770, um, or on the low end, British Columbia, 320. It's significantly more than anyone else. There's really nobody even close. Uh, Michigan, 434. Illinois has uh, about half, 946. Arizona, 1,021. But it's so it's daunting. You go in, you have almost 2,000 SKUs to choose from. There's a lot of product out there. On the flip side, you go to a place like Chicago when there's, you know, five different products to choose from and you have to do it on a, um, on a iPad, instead of having all of these products in front of you, like in Washington state, um, it's very different. Um, I, there's a happy medium there. One is not enough and the other is, uh, overwhelming. Looking at month over more month, like same store sales growth, uh, it's pretty negative all across the board. So we didn't see this except early on in Nevada with some of the lockdowns. And now it's been fairly evident in, in every market where there just was a peak. There's there's peak buying, and now people are having to reassess what they're doing and not buying as much. Gas prices are insane. All these other reasons where why people are pulling back, they're definitely pulling back. So it's not really a matter of excessive spending from stimulus checks or uh, additional people jumping in because of stay at home and then them leaving because you know it's springtime and you know they're working from from the office now. It wasn't it wasn't I don't believe it was a matter of excess people coming in. Um, I think it's really been a squeeze on everyone's budget and uh, and just overall natural consolidation, capitulation um, in the industry. So there's less available brands um, as some people kind of get out of the game, but then also people aren't spending as much that we've just seen in uh, the last few graphs. So it's a combination of a lot of things, but month over month, like same store growth is decreasing all across the board. Canada isn't immune to it, neither are emerging markets. So Alberta, uh, Ontario, Saskatchewan, all negative. Illinois, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, Ontario, all negative. So again, um, the only person who wasn't negative, ironically enough, was Nevada. <laughs> Nevada was up 1.1%, 1, 1 and literally everybody else, including Florida, uh, is, is down for, for stores. Not a huge surprise, kind of the worst economy has been in, in at least um, probably 10, 15 years. So uh, we'll see if things start to improve. 
Might not have to come back to the Talking Hedge and find out. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is the Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked, the podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.